0: Hi, I'm Jay, an arts manager, educator, writer, musician, and professional daydreamer.
1: And I'm Miguel, a musician, arts administrator, educator, and lover of all things. And this is Play Black,
0: a podcast dedicated to nerddom, reviews, and hot takes on arts and culture and the human experience from the perspective of two melanated artists. So, for all of our podcast listeners, we are doing something really special right now, and we are doing a double live. And I feel like we should copyright that term, Miguel, because I haven't heard that anywhere else.
1: I haven't heard it anywhere else, um, and uh, I know how copyright w- works, right? <laughs> right.
0: First, so, yeah. I think we just have to say that we say it at first, and then we have the copyright.
1: That's exactly how that works. No one can do that no, legally binding. No tixies, baxies. Uh,
0: <laughs> so we're doing this double live, meaning that we are recording this episode right now for you all at the same time that we are live on Instagram um, with our friends. So double live, double live, mm-hmm. and with that, Jay, mm-hmm. how are you, buddy? I'm I'm good. I'm really good. I'm doing really well. I am on vacation. Dunhamus uh, is closed, and I finished grading all my papers last week. Um, that was a, a, a particular a particular type of hell, you know. Yeah. But we got through it,
1: Mister Professor.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I played myself. I signed way too many things, um, and I won't be making that mistake again. But I'm doing well. Uh, so well, in fact, that I you know what time I went to bed this morning. T- this morning right that's all right but that's normal for me to a degree that's true okay mm-hmm.
1: I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say
0: five so five for me like normally would be pushing it but uh last night i was playing gotham knights on my ps5 yep. and uh i had a moment where i was like i could go to bed and be responsible or i could just choose some chaos and and stay up a little bit later and I was just like, nigga, what you got to do? What is it that you have to do except be on vacation? So I went to bed at like 7, 7.30 in the morning. Uh, the sky was blue. It was blue outside. Dear God. Um, and do you want to know what time I woke up? Um. Well, I got a text at around four twenty-two. Yep, that was about twenty-two minutes after I woke. So uh, about four o'clock is uh, when I woke up. Uh, but I love that for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, another highlight so far, aside from Crema, obviously, and the wonderful joy and togetherness that brought. We watched Matilda on Christmas, the new mm. Matilda movie. So Matilda was a book that became a movie, right? That became a stage musical. That became a movie musical. Um, Who was that? Phenomenal. Really? When I tell you that I did not have high hopes for it, but I had heard really good things, when I tell you that I cried like a bitch during that movie, (laughs) okay? it was just a steady onslaught of tears because... The lyrics, just, like, the words were so profound sometimes. Uh-huh. The theme was really beautiful. Okay. Those kids were fucking phenomenal. Right. I was also worried because when you get, like, big actors in musicals, a lot of the times they can't fucking sing. And it's a True. pet peeve of mine. And as much as I love Lashana Lynch... Um, and Emma Thompson, I'm just like, could they sing? Emma, she went in, in a character way, which was fine, okay. but like, still sounded good. Yeah. But Lashana really surprised me. Her voice was beautiful. And she did that like actor thing where I'm an actor who sings, where like, they also act the song really well. But okay. usually when that happens, it's because they can't sing that well. And so they're just like, over-relying on, like, let me sell this. Right. But because she could sing, it was just fucking me up. And it was just, the girl who played Matilda, phenomenal. Yeah, it was just, okay. it was
1: phenomenal. No. Do you think that people who don't like musicals Mm -hmm. would still enjoy this because they like the story of Matilda?
0: I want to be clear, those people, first and foremost, are trash. So I don't necessarily wonder or care about, you know, what they would like. However, that being Uh said, I think that there's so much to that story and there's so much it's also like a little bit darker than the movie that we grew up with. Like the really? parents were more mean and it was like, I mean, they were pretty fucking, mean. they were but in the first movie. It felt like they were just like neglecting her, but like yeah. in this one, they were actively like disgusted with her and like made her life oh. hell in a lot of ways. Okay. And, and, and honestly what came through this time that didn't come through the first time mm. was that Matilda's genius. And like these stories that she created were a trauma response. Like it was how she was coping uh, with the trauma of her okay. life there.
1: Um, yeah,
0: So millennial,
1: millennial uh, millennial Matilda. It makes sense why we bonded to it. Not rolled doll Matilda. Mm -hmm. Millennial Matilda. Mm -hmm. Got it. it,
0: it. So yeah, I think they would like it if they don't. They're
1: trash. Trash. Fair enough. I was a rolled doll kid. Okay. Like I loved uh, BFG. Mm -hmm. Um, There was one with pheasants where they were stealing pheasants in the woods. I forget what that one's called. I love. Obviously, I love Matilda. Mm. I read all of the Willy Wonka books. Interesting. So
0: I, I did not know that there was more than one. Really? I was not a huge role. I remember his covers because they were also always drawn like in that style. But like, I didn't read them.
1: Yeah, how many are there? I think there's. mm, Correct me if I'm wrong, y'all, on both on Instagram or in the comments. But I'm pretty sure there's two. Okay. Um, maybe three, but I, I, I'm not sure. But um, the glass elevator. So that that elevator that they're in at the end of the movie, Mm -hmm. like it keeps going they end up in some sort of like space situation. Sure. Um, and it's where I learned the word pernicious cause there's this like big bad mm-hmm. called pernicious. I think it's called nids, but as a child, cause I'm adorable. Uh, I pronounced it pernicious knids cause I just didn't know that, is that K silent. is silent. I didn't, I mean, in fairness to you, that's, that's trash. I mean, the word no exists. <sighs> sure. So, so, you know, i don't know. But, sure. I'm, I'll give myself some slack and say I was just being adorable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know. So here we That's are. That's
0: true. And I'm like knife. Yeah. You should have known better. I took back my kindness. <laughs> How was your break? How are you doing?
1: I'm doing okay. I've had a very long day. Mm. Um. Yeah. I went to the Dominican consulate today. Shout out to DR. Wow. And fancy. it was a bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I just had to do some family legal stuff. And it was rough. Because they just couldn't do what we needed them to do. It was just one of those. It was one of those like bureaucracy for bureaucracy's sure, sake type, type, sure. type thing. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I actually got to spend a really beautiful day with my parents. Love that. And my cousin who's mm-hmm. home who I haven't seen in like 15 years. I do not know it was that long. I I, 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 for fun fact, y'all, I have not been in the Dominican Republic in like 22 mm-hmm. years. So anyone who's been over there that hasn't come back over here, I just haven't seen. Yeah. So, like, I hadn't seen Jose and my cousin in like so long and we mm-hmm. got to like chill and hang out mm-hmm. um, he came by my house mm-hmm. he met my dog it's and cute. my partner mm-hmm. I played some piano for him it was very sweet That's we, so we went to Is a, a restaurant today's it his birthday happy Sweat. birthday Jose wow. he, had a, he had a good old day so, that was to, sounds like a good birthday yeah so like the Dominican consulate blew but Ugh. the rest of the day was actually quite beautiful um, and I am also on vacation for once Noise, yeah, which is, which is no, very nice mm-hmm. yes noise as as we say mm-hmm. um and that's exciting mm-hmm. i'm actually sleeping and actually getting a bit of rest which is i love useful. rest
0: and sleep for you
1: uh, me too yeah <laughs> yeah, yes so um as far as watching stuff uh we're just on the weekly like anime oh you're right all now. caught
0: up and you're just weeklying now oh yeah
1: wow. oh i've I've been actually on my shit I' very proud of you to no. actually be watching weekly all of my shows, yeah, which is really really nice besides to your eternity because but that's a because it's a partner show with yeah. me and Kelsey so yeah. like if i I can't watch it alone so plus,
0: I feel like that show also has a feeling to it, and I think when shows have a feeling mm-hmm. they're better to binge because you just live in that feeling
1: yeah, yeah, actually, you know you' you're not wrong I I, I I think that's right um but uh, Kelsey watched Wednesday. Oh, okay. You haven't seen Wednesday? Uh, I watched a lot pieces of it with them, okay. and it was, it was like they were. Uh, Jenny Ortega is a treasure; like she's, great. she's amazing. Yeah, and I was a little underwhelmed by mm-hmm. Morticia and Gomez. Interesting. Like okay. I love Catherine Zeta Jones, mm-hmm. and I'm blanking on the other right? the the actor that plays Gomez's name. Um, I'll God, well, I'll remember me. it later. Um, and, but he I love him in like all the Adam Sandler movies that he's in, and all the he's just a, he's a really funny actor. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel any actual like. Sexual tension or like actual love between them, and all of the iterations of the fa- of uh, Adam and Yeah, all of these different iterations. So Louise
0: Guzman is that his name?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. Someone correct us. Yeah. Check the IMDb.
0: Thanks, guys. Um, but you didn't buy the love.
1: It seems superficial, and like it feels so genuine in the in the movie. Yeah. That it's just like oh that kind of sucks. Mm. Um But I loved Guadalupe Christie. Mm-hmm. she was amazing I thought she was underutilized but I still loved her every scene she was in I was like you are, you are a scene stealer yeah, yeah, and I read an article where she was like this is the first time I, I felt, felt beautiful in a role screen. and I was I like I was girl like, you're beautiful you're fine you were beautiful as brand of Tarth don't, listen, even, don't even let them listen. do that to you mm-hmm. but um, no it's been good and we're, we're figuring it out but I'm excited for all of today mm-hmm. for this because it's our season 2 finale it's the
0: finale y'all never have- getting this again this is it did you, you didn't know that did i'm just, sorry did, i thought did it, did, did my contract just, is up friend so and I, yeah we're getting paid yeah yeah so anyway when we get back we're gonna go right into the play black okay um and we will see you there and it's gonna be a special play black we haven't quite said what the play black is gonna be yeah, it has a fun acronym. It has a fun acronym that Miguel came up with. I was struggling to come up with the name, and then Miguel was like, ba bow, bow and I was like, damn. I'm usually bad at names. Damn. Yeah. So that fun surprise acronym when we get back. Oh, well, you know what that sound means. Okay, we thought we were getting into the play black, but it is indeed time for breaking blurred news. Miguel, what's going on in the world? What's happening?
1: Okay, so- Avatar News reports that there is a new avatar in the last Airbender series with an Earthbending avatar post both Aang and Korra coming in what? 2025. I know, right? Wow. While this news has not been confirmed by Atlas Studios, there have been similar reports from CBR and Yahoo News. Jay. Did this come to your standards of journalism? We'll see. We'll see. We'll wait it out.
0: Uh, but yes, in other news, the superhero fandom has been buzzing since the announcement from Warner Brothers of James Gunn and Peter Safran as leads of the aptly renamed DCU. It used to be the DCEU, and now it's just the DCU. The fan reaction has been mixed, as there has been much change, tumult, and misinformation. So, speaking of standards of journalism, these be the facts. These have all been verified, so everything that we're saying to you is true as of this recording. One, the DC Universe slate has indeed been created. James Gunn is the scribe for the new Superman movie, not the director, and because he's focusing on a younger version of the character, they are moving in a different direction than Henry Cavill. Okay, so Henry's out because they're going with a younger Superman film that James is writing. Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam is currently not on that slate and that initial block of storytelling, so he is out as well. That came to us directly from Dwayne Johnson himself. Three, James Gunn has denied that Gal Godot is out as Wonder Woman, although Wonder Woman 3 has indeed been scrapped. Four, Zachary Levi, the actor who plays Shazam, says that he is still in as Shazam as of now and has not been fired. What number am I on? Five? Six? Let's go five. Five. James Gunn says that the Jon Stewart-led Green Lantern series for HBO that has been through a lot of change is not dead, like some reports have said. And lastly, James confirms that Justice League slash Justice League Unlimited and Young Justice are indeed inspirations that he is using to build out. His DC universe. How do you feel about all of these things that are coming out?
1: Damn, Jay, when you're right, you're right. We were just talking about how uh, Justice League Unlimited needs to make an appearance I'm in the DCU you, you now.
0: It was the superior story.
1: No, nah, I mean I think it's gonna be great. I have trust in James. I just want to see what he does yeah. before uh, I make any judgment. And everything he's put out: Peacemaker, mm-hmm. um, Guardians, Guardians, mm-hmm. oh, Guardians, Birds of Prey,
0: the Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Right, I was talking about the DCU stuff. Um, uh, all the DCU stuff and the MCU stuff that he's mm-hmm. put out has been of a high quality. Mm-hmm. I, the, the man doesn't seem to miss. So. He doesn't
0: seem to miss. And honestly, you know, there's a lot of a lot of noise from the fans. I think at some point you got to shut up, right? Like allow something to come out before you have all these strong feelings. We knew this was going to happen. There is no way that anybody could come into this fractured as fuck. Facts. universe that has nine different things happening across how many different things that don't talk to each other changes have to be made and a lot of that unfortunately means that shit had to be shut down and moved to tell a cohesive story that makes sense and we have been saying for a long time mm-hmm. that we want a cohesive story that makes sense 100%. change
1: has to happen to get there so excited to see what he does speaking of storied franchises Woo! spanning multiple decades right Whovians rejoice Mm. with the trailer drop of the 60th anniversary special for Doctor Who. The trailer gives hints of the storyline bringing back fan favorite Donna Noble aka Doctor Donna and the universally beloved Tay tenant as somehow both the tenth and the fourteenth Doctor. Mm-hmm. Shooting Gatwa gives a tease of his fifteenth Doctor, giving us everything we could ever ask for heading into yeah. this holiday season.
0: And his uh, companion has been announced. Have you seen her? No. Yeah, her name is her character's name is Ruby Sunday. Uh-huh. She's a blonde white girl uh-huh. um, who has been on some British show for a while. I guess one of those British soaps. Sure. But yeah, very young. So they're uh, very y- and his outfit. His doctor outfit was yeah. revealed. Very modern. It's mm. giving very modern. I couldn't even tell he was an alien. But you still see hints of the homages to his past. Mm. That. So, yeah. we're. I think we're going to get a very interesting, young, sexy, fresh kind of Doctor Who story.
1: I mean, I think it's going to be uh, 10 on steroids. like. You remember how everyone was like, "Oh my God, the doctor is." He's I know Foxy is what the is what the. And it's them.
0: interesting because no shade, David Tennant is not necessarily a traditionally attractive man in that way. You know what I mean? No,
1: he's just kind of
0: charismatic. He's extremely, which you know, uh, which leads to his sex appeal. Right. Uh, Matt Smith, very much the same. Same. Yeah. Uh, but Shooty has both. He's an attractive as man, so yeah. it should be very interesting to see what happens with that. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Y'all, we will be right back with the Play Black after this. Woo!
0: All right, pretend there's a drum roll. I can't roll my tongue very quickly so. There it is okay. spatter, spatter, spatter. Hello and welcome to the first annual PBAs Where we celebrate the best and brightest from nerd media in the past
1: year PBAs, short for Play Black Awards mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, sponsored by podcast as previously mentioned
0: so uh, we have a couple categories in this first year uh we're going to be doing superhero movie of the year uh movie of the year Mm -hmm. uh anime of the year uh book of the year and television show of what
1: the the (laughs) the year year. Uh, but uh, like, are you adding h's to your years Am I? I've always been really bad at, like, white. You know, like, oh, adding oh, that, wow. like,
0: H thing. Okay, great. I've been trying to improve. So let's just take a second right now. Again, so this is superhero movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Movie of the year in general, right, right, and I, clearly we had to split those up because we couldn't decide. I mean, that's yeah, obvious, it's exactly but, why it happened. Too. Uh, anime of the year, book of the year, TV show of the year. So, everyone, take like one minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to improvise a song while you do this. Okay, sure. Um, and think of yours. Think of your favorites, and you can just see if they're going to be aligned with you know what the academy. The, the 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 pba academy <laughs> what the pba
1: academy sounds like a sandwich
0: Decided. um no it's a very prestigious organization miguel um uh-huh, yeah. so here's the improv song again take your one minute uh superhero film movie anime book tv show okay mm-hmm. Welcome to the PBAs. It's the show. I can't hear you. Hold on. Let's do it again. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Welcome to the PBAs. The award show where we award things. And then I nerdy, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Mm-hmm. The PBAs. Mm-hmm. It's the PBAs. All right. Was that enough time for everyone? I'm sure you weren't expecting that. All right, here we go. So, we have our uh, the Academy sent us this lovely book tin, and inside are all of the uh award recipients, okay? This is true, okay? This is right. yeah. Now, this year we didn't do nominees because we just felt no. like there's a wealth of things there's and too many things. it's just we're just going to announce the winner, okay? Now, because this is Play Black, it's not just one winner for everything.
1: No, it has to be two because we it's, both
0: have it's two. We'll be having opinions. We have opinions. Yeah. Uh the, sorry, the academy has opinions.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. the academy. Yeah has opinions, that's right. And they have
0: passed on to us the names. So, this first one.
1: uh, Superhero
0: movie of the year, Mm -hmm. a la Miguel. Well. There are also reasons why on these cards.
1: There are reasons why on these cards. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it seems like the reason for this one is that Black Panther 2 cannot twice so it's the batman mm. Mm. <laughs> why the batman
0: so the batman starring cedric
1: diggory slash robert Pattinson. edward cullen mm-hmm. yeah right oh god yeah um and um homegirl kravitz. Zoe kravitz, Zoe kravitz who yeah, got yeah, yeah.
0: lightly canceled by the black delegation earlier this year that's true mm-hmm. uh
1: john tutoreau mm-hmm. uh colin farrell Colin an unrecognizable A, unrecognizable colin farrell. colin farrell mm-hmm. no on the real like i saw that Black Panther Two was taken, but honestly, this is was legitimately probably the best superhero film outside of that Batman for twenty twenty two. Like, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder was uh, meh. Doctor Strange was kind of meh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all have gotten our our thoughts on all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that the, any of those music, any of those movies were bad, mm-hmm. um, or uh, that they didn't have mm-hmm. their own moments or merits. Okay, some of them were bad, um, but uh, the Batman was the only superhero movie that consistently uh, su- super. What's the word? It went over my expectations. Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. Like yeah. uh, I, I was, I was expecting it to be bad. Mm-hmm. I was expecting everything about it to be bad, mm-hmm. and it just no. It just, I didn't uh, trust Robert either. No, I, I didn't trust Robert, and. Um, it's. I thought I was gonna go the way of the Joker, like maybe like one or two good, really amazing. Which I haven't uh, seen still. Okay, I'm not gonna spoil it. Okay, um, one or two really amazing, uh, like Oscar worthy performances, mm. and then but the rest of the movie is just kind of like meh, meh. Mm. Um, but the performance brings you through. I thought I best we we're gonna get that, but it, it turns out we got a really beautiful ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do really like doing it it was a, 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 a detective film it, mm. it brought Batman back to those it was a very roots.
0: mob detective-y film yeah thing. I love that shit yeah
1: Um, I, the only thing I can, I can say about it is like the last 20 minutes feel like it's from the Snyderverse mm. instead of actually being mm. like it's own thing mm. it was a like you, we didn't need Batman to just murk. All the, we, we didn't really need to, that, all that, that big action scene at the end. I'm
0: going to disagree with you, and here's why. Okay. The one biggest issue I had with the Batman, sure, and I think I said this on the episode that we did, was, and we're not going to get too deep into this because there's a whole episode about it, uh-huh. Oh, also Daisy seems to have some strong feelings, um, was <laughs> it didn't necessarily feel like Batman to me. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm just like, the Batman that I know is the world's greatest detective, is literally a ninja assassin. Mm-hmm. And it felt like in in the hope and goal of making a more grounded film, mm. kind of just stuck someone who was a little bit more boilerplate of just like a guy yeah. who's wealthy with a traumatic background, yeah. making a suit just to be able to execute his aggression more effectively and hide his identity. Um as opposed to mm. a superhero when a superhero movie, you know I what I mean? See. Which I, I appreciate, but at yeah. the same time, it's like why James Gunn is not including him in his his universe because it's just like it's it's not it, you
1: couldn't picture him with Wonder Woman. No, I could never picture him in like the the the, the, the tower and in, in, in space. Right. No, 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 you're yeah. right. But like, I don't think that's what it's that's the point, though, right? It's not he's not supposed to be that. Um, and the fact that it was like year one. Mm-hmm. Kind of, or year two I think mm-hmm. um, very early mm-hmm. I think this kind of spelled it out for me he's kind of just a shitty kid he's a mm-hmm. shitty rich kid who thinks, mm-hmm. who thinks he's seen it all because his parents passed away mm-hmm. obviously it's a very traumatic event right but like it's kind of what he is you They're know no shit like, yeah. like, we, I think we've always said this like if he just invested all of the money <laughs> um, and some non-profits and some, uh, yeah some it's it's good non all mm-hmm. of the money that he uses to merc people into just the community and like crime would be gone within like 15 years.
0: I'm playing Gotham Knights right now. And I'm just like, this Batman has been a wholly ineffective. He just has. It's a fact. (laughs) Anyway, the other best superhero movie of the year. Now, you know, (laughs) y'all already fucking know what what it it is. is. You already know what it is, right? It's Wakanda forever. It's Black Panther too. I mean, the way that see and now this is this is actually I think this is a great comparison uh-huh. because Black Panther does not hide from its superhero ness or its comic book ness, but still pushes the genre forward True. and tells a very emotional grounded story. Yeah, um, and it just came swinging this year. It had a mighty task ahead of it mm-hmm. to to try to be both a sequel. And a Marvel film, and uh, a reflection on uh, Black and Brown communities in their lives, as well as acknowledging the huge grief around losing the actor and idol that a lot of us came to respect, Chadwick Boseman, right. and then the in-universe Black Panther. It had so much to do. and executed it phenomenally.
1: Yeah, like we. I mean, go listen to the episode um, because we we all have amazing thought amazing we all have a lot to say about this movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for those of you who do listen, listen to the episode, you know that I like loved it and could see that there were a couple of clunks mm-hmm. in it, right? Mm-hmm. But as an exploration of grief mm-hmm. and letting us grieve with like as a global audience, mm-hmm. oh my God. Grief and rage. It was, and it was so like, it's an impossible task. Mm. Like this movie should have been bad. Right. Like it really should have, like, and I guess that's, that's the theme of the superhero movies of the mm-hmm. year. It's like, they just surpassed that's the word I was for, mm-hmm. surpassed mm-hmm. our expectations by far yeah. as, as to what it could be. And yeah, it just, it just sticks with you. I was melancholy mm. for like a week and a half after mm. that movie and not like, like I couldn't like take any, any, any happiness. Mm-hmm. Sad, mm-hmm. but just like, Oh man, like you really like hit me yeah. where I needed to be to like accept that loss. Yeah. Um, In a way that I wasn't expecting.
0: And our feelings around it. And of course, it gave us Aqua Poppy. Amen? Um, So, movie of the year. Yes. The Academy was just like, we're not fucking around with this one. There's only one answer. There's only one answer. There's only one answer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if we open the Academy 10 here, Uh uh, we got any guesses for what it's going to be? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a delay on the Instagram live. They have to type when we ask these questions. <laughs> okay. And the answer is, for film of the year, everything, everything everywhere, everywhere, all, all at, at once. once. I just... Come on. It was not going to be... Ne- and you know, it came out early in the year. And mm-hmm. I was... Then, I was just like, is there anything coming mm-hmm. that can beat this film? Because it's just phenomenal. And I was saying, I watched it again, uh, like, two weeks ago. Yeah hit me harder and that would be the third time i saw it i love that movie so much i saw it like a week after you and i saw it Mm -hmm. um by myself uh and then i saw it again for the third time just
1: a mess (laughs) a mess it is shout out tt sausage party lmao (laughs) who said sausage party uh uh love uh, two, 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 two X. another wonderful pa- uh, pan- panelist of ours, oh, hilarious. Tanequa Patrick. Got him. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, it was just great. It was just it was finally giving Michelle Yeoh her flowers I felt like and yes. giving her a platform to showcase all that she was capable of which a lot of us knew for a long time but because Hollywood never really let her do um, it was a wonderfully told story and I think why it hit me a lot the third time again mm-hmm. was that Again, it was telling a deeper story. It was like not only a story of family and love and trying to find that togetherness with each other, but it was hinting, not hinting, it was talking about this sense of anxiety and anger and distrust and nihilism that we had begun to feel in earnest starting in 2016 Mm -hmm. and how those feelings on either side of whatever you feel usually lead to anger and upset and violence and fear and isms of all kind. right? Right. And saying that when that happens, because it happens and it will happen and will probably happen again, to not go to that place of darkness as a means of expressing or navigating it, but to instead focus on love focus on joy yeah. focus on kindness On um, being kind when we're fearful mm-hmm. of being kind when we're anxious of being kind when we have no idea what the future has in store as opposed to the normal shit that we fall back on it was just a really beautiful prescient timely conversation to have that was executed so phenomenally yeah. by everyone in that fucking movie
1: yeah i mean the return of um key Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Mm -hmm. Ki Kwan Mm -hmm. yes Um, after 30 years away from the industry or uh, in front of the camera at least because I think he was working in the industry Mm -hmm. um, uh, the exploration of what it is to be a first generation um, person Mm -hmm. uh, and what what that family dynamic is and what it is to be American or just uh, different from your predecessors and all of the trauma that can cause and all yeah. of the baggage that comes with uh, was just awesome I mean we're, we're both first gener- generation yeah. like like obviously we're not I uh, well, mean obviously but neither of us are Asian but like you don't know
0: my ancestry.com
1: I, I, you know what we should that would be a funny episode
0: I do know mine, and there is not a drop of Asian in me. Not I, even a little
1: bit. I do not know mine. Yeah. I, but I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've, been trying to, I've been trying to do it with my brother for forever, and he doesn't want the government to have his gene, Which is a very valid thing, yeah. and I, I made peace I with it, it going then. in. I was just like, I just want to know. I just want to know. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's just, it was a phenomenal movie. Michelle Yeoh killed it. Yeah. Um, the Daniels uh, direct, directorial mm-hmm. debut mm-hmm. outside of like the music videos insane Mm. like this is just a a crazy thing Mm. um uh Stephanie amazing like all of it um Joe Butopaki just what kind of fucking name is that I love it though yeah and like kind of introducing her to a global audience like Mm -hmm. I I I just can't um I think about that scene with the rocks and the googly eyes.
0: Did you see a clip online recently? Uh, so this is, Variety has these things, like, actors on actors. And they just get, like, these yeah. two actors who are usually, like, it's award season, so it's a part of a press campaign. Mm-hmm. But they just have conversations with each other. Yeah, I love that. And Jamie Lee Curtis was doing one with Colin Farrell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, her for Everything Everywhere and him for some Irish movie where, like...
1: I don't know. It's I'll, a thing. I'll watch anything Colin Farrell's in. I think it's on
0: HBO, and it's supposed to be really good or whatever. And he was just like, that scene with the rocks, it was just like, so well done. And I was like, the acting. And she was just like, well, there was no acting because they were rocks, and it was just words, right? <laughs> right? It was just like, there was no performance there because it was just two rocks and words on the screen. So there was no acting involved. But it speaks to how powerful the film was, and we really felt like that was... A Girl, moment of performance. I
1: fully <laughs> forgot that there was no voiceover. that no voiceover. That's us some words. And we were just hearing um, uh, Joe, uh, uh, like, Joe Bu Tupaki. No, we heard nothing. We heard wind. No, no, but like in our I, right, in Right, exactly. Our heads, we were hearing Joe Bu Tupaki yeah. and uh, Michelle Yeoh's character. I'm mm-hmm. blanking on her name. Evelyn. E- Evelyn, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just hearing them. Yeah. That's, that's how you know you got us. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: how you Rocks know you it. and text. And we're just like...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ugly crying. Right. Oh, my God. All right. So moving into anime of the year. That's okay. right. Okay. That's right. Uh, Miguel. Let's see. What does the Academy say for Miguel's choice?
1: What does the choice? Academy say for Miguel's choice? Mm. Mm. Let's see. For uh, anime of the year, we have... Attack on Titan. Wow, never heard of it. Yeah, it's not like the instant classic of yeah. the last twelve years. It's like a sleeper, yeah. like a sleeper yeah, yeah, indie. Yeah. No, it's hard to find. Yeah, it's really not made by one of the uh, you know uh, studios that's churning out literally all of the anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mappa is a sweat, is a sweatshop, yeah. but god damn it they put out some really amazing stuff (laughs) i really hope the labor conditions at map get better Uh, i hope they're getting paid something they're getting paid something okay why why titan exposure (laughs) right We're we're blowing you up guys so you know please get better um (laughs) attack on titan i mean honestly uh i dropped off at one point um years ago Right. Uh I wanna say between season two and season three, I just thought like I'm kinda of done. Right. You know. Like it, it, it things weren't progressing, we weren't getting the answers that we wanted. What what's going on in the chat here? Uh
0: we're talking about this year, guys. This we're year. talking about this year.
1: This year. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh for the for those of y'all who are listening in the, the chats being like, you can't attack our Titan he isn't the best. They're having an time.
0: avatar fight in the chat. It's just like uh, Yeah, it's,
1: it's pretty uh. yeah. But um I, I I got off because it just wasn't hitting for me. Didn't slap like um, just slap. Yeah, and it just, it was getting convoluted and not like fun. And then uh, the big twist that happens that I'm not going to spoil here, mm. um, you find out some vital information, mm. and then it's just off to the races. Mm. And this season, uh, both part one and part two, like the exploration of character, mm. the exploration of the ex. Uh, um, Exploration of consequences, Sure. consequences for your actions. Sure. Um, how uh, systems destroy us mm. versus individual choices. Oh yeah, uh, it's just it's just great. Mm. Uh, it's really good. It's really well written. Uh, obviously, it's, it's problematic in some in some ways. I'm just gonna take it for what it is and take it like, take like what I can take from it. Sure. And I think it, it, it's it, it's worth a watch. It's kind of like the instant classic. Mm. Uh, I think of. Uh, the kind
0: of the 2010s when
1: it comes to anime so okay um for for
0: the for me for the academy you stole the, uh,
1: the cards right here the cards
0: are right here and we don't know these answers because the academy gives them to us yeah it is my hero academia wow now like you okay it fell off a little bit. I felt like it had it fallen did. off a little yeah. bit. And it really hurt me because I was thinking of tattoos that I would want, um, like my nerd tattoo set. And right. MHA was going to go on there. And then when it fell off, I was like, Jay, you almost put on your body in permanence, something that you you kind of fell off with, right? But then this season, and I st- I never stopped watching it, but the yeah. emotional uh, exchange just wasn't as high. Yes. And so then this season happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when I tell you that, it was like they heard everyone's shit. It was just like, bet. And just, just everything. They're not in school, which has been great. Right. The stakes are so insanely high. Yes. Uh, it literally, I was, I would be texting Miguel all the time to be like, every episode Mm -hmm. I am left with anxiety. It is just, I am rife with anxiety because, oh my God, the villains are, you know, I love an effective villain. You know what? I love an effective villain. And Mm -hmm. when I tell you that niggas are dying, niggas are dying in this show because Mm -hmm. these villains are just like, I will kill you. Everyone is having their passion limits, but what's great, what I love most about it again, is that deeper thing of like, what, what? My Hero Does Well is on, on the surface, it looks like it's just a shonen about this kid who wants to be strong and be the number one hero, which is a classic shonen thing. I want to be right. the best. But really, My Hero is a commentary on society and how society has a relationship to the idea of heroes and how having heroes creates then in society hope justice like those ideals and these villains understand that so much that when they move and act it's not even just to defeat a hero it's to undermine
1: the idea
0: those ideals yeah and it's like when you watch it happen and there was this one episode recently featuring Endeavor, who's such an interesting character yeah. who really starts off as like this abusive megalomaniac who is very selfish and wanted to be the number one, but was always number two and had an inferiority complex and then passed that down to his children and abused them in a lot of ways. But in recent times has really come to understand how trash that was yeah. and is actively trying to be a better man, a better father, a better husband, a better hero. Um, but he still did what he did, and what he did still has effects. And there's this really intensely, darkly beautiful moment of, like, him kind of getting comeuppance and getting his shit put on blast, okay? Yes. Blast! And you know that, like, that happening not only breaks him down a little bit as a man, as a father who's trying to recover me better— but when the number one hero in society, yeah. right, who already always had like a people problem because he was never the most charismatic one, right, then gets his push it on blast like that, it's just like you watch in real time the degradation of trust and all that stuff. So it's just it's been like a phenomenal. And Deku, he just never be giving up, even though his arms stay.
1: I don't, I don't know what to do with all this.
0: Stay shit. jiggling, broken. I don't, I don't get it. All right, we've got two more categories left. The category is Book of the Year.
1: Book of the Year. Mm -hmm. I kind of, well, the Academy kind of cheated. Uh-oh. What'd the Academy say? (laughs) Bless you. Excuse me. See, it's live, y'all. It's really live. It's really live. You're going to hear that in the podcast. No, I'm going to edit that one out. Oh, Uh, okay. Never mind. um, The Academy said uh, books that Miguel read this year. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's specifically, fair. Specifically me, not the Academy. Yeah. Yeah, but it is me. Um, it's me. It's the Stormlight Archive. Uh, if, if y'all don't know, it's um a series of books. Um, Sorry,
0: the book club is dragging me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a book club. Okay. But this has been a very long year for me, okay? okay. Yeah. And... Uh,
1: Daisy Daisy was like, Jay read a book this year? Oh, no. I did read, Daisy. The Shade. I did. The Shade. I'm here for this chat right now. (laughs) Sorry, but a book that you read this year. Uh Uh-huh. No, uh, it's it's the Stormlight Archive. Um, For those of you who don't know, it's a uh, fantasy series um, in Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere universe. Hmm. um, Or Cosmere, I should say. Um, And it's just a really cool... um, Exploration of mental health Mm. um, and people that are trying to like change society in a lot of ways, Um, like depression doesn't just doesn't like depression doesn't just go away because you're trying to like be better. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to like work at it, Um, and and even then, you know, you you still got your demons in the closet, right? So, um, the main protagonist deals with that. Um, There's a protagonist that deals with. Um, a lot of repressed memory and DID. Sure. Um, which is really, really quite interesting. You know, and protagonists that are mentally healthy but also dealing with immense amounts of pressure mm. from uh, society of what they're supposed to be mm-hmm. and um their, their families and what they think they're supposed to be versus mm-hmm. what that, uh, that that character wants to be mm. is this all you very universal things it's set in a really interesting universe with a really cool power system so mm. um I destroyed all of these audiobooks within like five months and these are long books mm. um and like I would just read them non-stop like I'd read them I'd listen to them I'd read them and listen to them just to like take it all in so I have yet to read a Brandon Sanderson book like here's what I'll say are his pros the best? Yeah. No, like it, if, if you go and literally anywhere else. Yeah. But is it effective? Yeah. And when that last third of the book, like the last act, hits, mm-hmm. you can't put it down. Wow! So
0: I've been following along his master class uh, on YouTube. He, has a, he does like a teaching class at BYU, and yeah, he puts it up on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So bad, but I hadn't read anything. I, I recommend if you're gonna start with something, don't start with this because it doesn't get any better. Okay. <laughs> like this is the ceiling. It, it's the ceiling. The fifth book doesn't come out until 2024. Okay. So don't like don't start here. Go to like born or something. Sure, else. it's a classic. Um, okay. But like it's it's good. It's all good. Okay. It's all good. So, uh, I do read. And I do know how to read. Uh,
0: they're really coming from me in the chat, y'all. Uh, and I'm so here for it. this is great. the the book live feedback. <laughs> Woo! Uh, live dragging, you mean, or attempted drag? But I'm heavy, so you won't drag me that far. Um, my favorite book of the year, uh, and I think that the book club will agree with me, uh, is the Sunbearer Trials uh it's a really amazing story it's the first book i ever read that had a trans protagonist Ooh, and it's set uh in in like a oh it's not ancient it was so interesting it's a modern day story so they have like all this stuff but in a land that's basically like still filled with aztec gods uh and basically once every however many years um they're different like tiers of gods and their children have to do what's called the sunbearer trials, and the winner gets sacrificed, and their blood turns into an orb that has a light that keeps basically the bad demons away or whatever and uh it was just a phenomenally written book; it was so funny um the characters were so clear um and really like leapt off this it felt very cinematic and and excuse me vivid, uh vivid, vivid and vibrant i combined words um and still had a lot of like twists and some pain and honestly it felt i think that sometimes fantasy and i've said this before has gotten very dark right i think starting when we were like in late middle school, everything became a dystopia. Everything just became really dark and heavy, and that like whimsy and lightness and colorfulness of just magic was gone. And I thought that this story did a really good job of still giving us some heft and some weight emotionally, and some like creepy shit, um, while also still being fun and magical and vibrant. So, yeah, that's I think why the academy that's why the academy chose that. Uh, that's right. And so now we're at our last bit. Last bit, last the bit. The last category is television. Uh, I want to see what you guys think. So go ahead and put it in there on Instagram if you're there. Uh, what is the television show of your year? Uh, now, Miguel, I, I just want to make sure that I'm reading this note from the Academy, right? Because it's, it's saying three things for you. Or have you? Or has there been a final decision that's been reached?
1: I think a final decision has been reached with okay. a couple of honorable mentions. Sure. Um, the academy, mm-hmm. the PBA goes to. Sure. Yep. Stranger Things. Stranger Things season four. That blows my mind that it was actually this year. That feels like
0: so long like, ago. Like
1: like two years ago.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Um. No. Season four had a lot to do, and it did it really effectively. Mm. I thought um it raised the stakes Vecna was a terrifying villain um if you did not see that um the the twist coming towards the end on, on like who's who and, and what's what mm. um it was really effective mm. um yeah I mean everyone kind of stepped up their a game uh those last like two Movies, because that's what they were. They were oh, basically just yeah. movies. Yeah, um, were insane. Um, what happened to one of the main cast, and like just like the way everything was bending all over their bodies mm-hmm. was heart-wrenching yeah um and it sets up a lot of stakes it wasn't perfect no no and and i could have done some things a little differently and did it feel maybe a little rushed in some spaces Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. but as just something that we've all grown up with a little Mm -hmm. bit and we've seen these kids grow up as well Oh yeah yeah um and I, i think it was great and had a lot of amazing things yeah um, you said you had some honorable mentions some honorable mentions uh, I got Abbott Elementary yeah shout out Quinta of Brunson. Course. that shit is dope it's yeah. so good it's just a fun like classic like yeah just like hey I'm just gonna watch a, a, a sitcom but it's mm-hmm. poignant um, it, 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 it's very aware of itself yeah it's very aware of the mockumentary style and
0: as educators, we can tell like this. This is this, this is, is so it. real. This there is, is it.
1: There is no funding. Yeah. You're on your own. <laughs> right. Um, there is always that positive teacher. There is always that negative teacher. Mm-hmm. It's it's a vibe. So mm-hmm. having a bunch is dope. And then another shout out to what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Um, as another fun. Watch that's actually very dark in a lot of ways because mm. there's people dying constantly. You kind of forget that because the, the characters are so funny, you fall mm-hmm. in love with them. But they're murderers, they're just killing <laughs> people because <laughs> they're, they're delightful murderers, though. Uh, they are, but they are delightful murderers. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and the familiar Guillermo, like the, the human that's just like helping them out, mm-hmm. also, uh, you know, accessory to murder. But we love Guillermo, you it's uh, like. <laughs> You just do. Um so yeah. the fact that they were able to make us love uh a bunch of murdering vampires. Yeah. Uh is dope. What is uh I think uh Jays are gonna be K dramas.
0: That is uh uh It's crazy that you say that, Daisy, because that is correct. Um listen, I loved I loved Stranger Things. This okay. was really hard. I loved Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, But when I was just thinking about what are the shows that were ripping me apart and putting me back together, I was actually surprised that it was a K-drama. And it was between two. uh, But ultimately, my top show of the year, as decided by the Academy, was Yumi's Cells season two. And uh, the reason I chose that was because, and also, yeah, last year when we did a a, a rewind, it was, um, oh, Jesus. I can look it up. Oh. No, I know the show. I just can't think of the name right now. I'm taking this personally. <laughs> Not when my brain fails me.
1: Oh, my God. I got nothing, Jay. You're just gonna have to say something.
0: I know what it is. <laughs> Ugh, driving me crazy. I'm so sorry. It's my career show, and they're all reapers, and it's amazing. Anyway, Yumi sells not at all fantastic. Well, that's not true. I guess it is a little fantastical in that, like you get to go inside Yumi and her. It's like um Inside Out, the movie Inside yeah, Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but for like adults. And so cool. Yumi is just dating, and she's a romantic, and she's trying to find love, and um. It's such like a a simple premise but it just explores with such nuance and 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 care mm-hmm. um fucking what it means to be a young grown up trying to be in a relationship with people and yeah. it's not easy and there are beautiful highs and beautiful lo- like that show moved me so much that like I can't actually um watch them all at once right. because I experience too many feelings it is just like A wild upswing of like joy and laughter and utter fucking devastation. And because I think it's not that fantastical, it just feels more real and it feels like it's a thing. You know what I mean? So a phenomenal show, a wonderful, wonderful show. My um, Uncanny Counter. There it is. It's called the Uncanny Counter. That was one from last year. Whew, it. That was driving me crazy. Uh, my special shout out would also be Alchemy of Souls. It's another K drama that's on Netflix. Um, amazing, amazing. Watch these shows; they're amazing. All right. Uh, so
1: that. Real quick, yeah. A uh, a shout out to Spy Family. Ugh. As another very heartwarming watch. It was neck watch. and neck
0: with my hero for yeah. my anime of the
1: year. Uh, it's it's just so good. So um, good. And like I, I recently my roommate had watched a little bits of it with with me, mm-hmm. um, but like not with me, just like in the room, sure. and I didn't quite get it. But I was so satisfied when they just came into the room into the room one day and were like, "Hey, yeah, that show's amazing." It's and I'm like, than amazing. Thank you. Yeah, because you, you have to take it in. Yeah, you just have to take it in. It's really great. Um, it's very endearing. Mm-hmm. It may it should not work and it does. It works flawlessly. Yeah, it should not work, but it does.
0: Yeah, Anya is. Uh, I would die for Anya and I would I would murder I would murder you for Anya. I wouldn't do so happily. Uh, it wouldn't be a thing that brings me joy. I don't know how I feel but about this. But if Anya needed it, I think I would do it. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But I would expect <laughs> the same in return, I would say. If it was me or Anya.
1: Uh-huh. If
0: it was me or Anya, would you let Anya die?
1: so we're just gonna uh wow. child killer <laughs> over here
0: uh <laughs> friend saver i guess <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> way to rebrand that oh, wow. Uh, wow. we are gonna take one more break and we're gonna come back at you with what's up for season three the episode is almost done but we're just gonna talk about what we're gonna come back with for next year we'll, we'll see you soon And we are back. Uh, we have just had some champagne with our Instagram Live, folks. Uh, Virtual champagne. If you missed the Instagram Live, it's sad for you because we actually shipped all of our listeners who are would in advance some caviar and champagne. And so we're all eating that right now. This is a true thing that I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, this, right now, this is a very true thing. Uh, all sure. the hearts are coming in as they're eating their champagne, eating their caviar, and drinking their champagne. Mm. Um, <laughs> and it's Asatrova. It's Asatrova. I went. I went. I we we sprung our budget. Why did? Do you want to know why? No types of caviar. Though i never had caviar. Yeah, it's because uh, of a clip of Diane Carroll um, from. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's the fuck? What's that show? Um,
1: I'm so glad y'all can see my face. Because <laughs> this, <know. is> <laughs> this is how I react. From to that Geno. Dynasty.
0: What? From Dynasty. It's like her first scene where she walks in the show. Uh-huh. And she was like the first black bitch on television. And that's what she wanted. She told the writers that she wanted that. Okay. And it was still like, you know, when integration was a thing. And there was still some racism there. So it was a big deal that they put a black woman on Dynasty. Right. So she comes. Her name is Dominique Devereaux, and she's this beautiful, wealthy black woman. And uh, the white lady brings her in and offers her some champagne and caviar. Mm -hmm. And Diane sips the champagne. She goes, ooh, the champagne is burned. It was obvious that at one point it was frozen in the bottle. And the other lady goes, (laughs) and she goes, okay, well, um, if the champagne is burned, I'm sure that the caviar isn't. And she's like, oh, I wouldn't know. Uh, that's beluga. I only eat ositrovian. And so it was just a moment of just like black excellence <laughs> and shade, and I love it, and that's why I know uh, different types of uh, caviar. But... Uh, speaking of caviar and champagne, though, which <laughs> seems and speaks to it being elevated, right? We're doing some new things in season three. That's we're right. Elevating the format and we're kind of expanding what Play Black is and will be. Um, so, talk us through some of those some of those things. What are we doing in season three when we come back?
1: Okay, so check it out, y'all. Um, Play Black won't actually be back until sometime in that March, April, May yeah. space. Spring. But that doesn't mean that you don't have things to listen to or check out because the aforementioned BIPOC Artist Hour is being released bi-weekly starting next week. Mm-hmm. We got some amazing guests. I'm really excited about it. We got Cliff Notes. We got Amanda Shea. We mm-hmm. got Krista Brown. Mm-hmm. We got like it's 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 just dope. And I'm so excited to have like had these conversations because mm-hmm. like it was kind of like the the like when I thought I was going to start a podcast. It was that.
0: Mm-hmm
1: but this is so much better in the fact that i can do both it mm-hmm. makes just makes me really happy so mm-hmm. um next week i think i am going to drop the cliff notes episode mm. um and it's going to be so dope i'm really excited um we're also going to be doing some video we're going to actually start recording
0: video yeah y'all are making me put clothes on
1: yeah we're going to like like no hoodies and really shitty backgrounds usually anymore. i
0: record nude and um, you know Miguel and I work close enough that it's fine, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. But um, <laughs> he's just saying that for the TV. But I, uh, yeah, y'all wanted to see us as we talk, so okay. We said, okay. And then speaking of seeing us, we said, all right, well, let's just, if we're going to expand, let's expand. And so we have some really fun things that we're going to just do together in person that we're going to film uh, and put on YouTubes. That's right. On the YouTubes on and the TikToks On the new YouTube channel. Um, and so to be clear, we're not chasing algorithm stuff. I want to be really clear about this. We're not really trying to, like, go viral or make, quote, content. Uh, but for us, Play Black, oh, we didn't say this.
1: What's
0: Play Black is a real company, y'all. Uh, oh
1: yeah because of the opportunity fund mm-hmm. you were actually able to uh form a company yeah. and be official. So yeah. Play Black Studios LLC yeah. is producing all of this wonderful content. For mm-hmm.
0: And so as we thought about what would the, the LLC, the business, the, the production company do, we just thought about how do we take our core beliefs of blackness and nerddom and artistry and celebrating all of that with a lens of joy. Right. What does that look like? So obviously the podcast and these conversations are one part of it. Um, but then there's some also some other stuff. So we're going to be doing that as well. And we're very
1: excited for some of those things. Sure. Um, we go You'll be chefing it up a little bit, yeah. There's gonna be some interactive stuff. We'll, mm-hmm. go, li- we'll, we'll go live, we'll mm-hmm. be doing some nerd based uh cookery that mm-hmm. y- that y'all will see soon, mm-hmm. and um, you'll you can you cook along with us if you want, yeah. Uh, I, I'd like to think we're both decent cooks, I think so. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, hopefully, it'll all come out good mm-hmm. or it'll be bad. And then we try again. You'll find out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It'll be good.
0: Um, So as you also heard, you've heard me mention book club on here. So I am a part of a book club. Several of our members are here right now and that's going to be a recurring segment that happens next year that's right. uh, where the books that we're reading in book club uh, the book club will just record you know like 5-10 minutes and talk about that book uh, because we know that we give a lot of love to our TV and our movies here right. but we're also really big readers and we also do love like that um, branch of storytelling as well so we just wanted to give some more space to that so prepare for that chaos uh, to find its way onto the Play Black airwaves and then lastly we're going to be doing Play Black live and Play Black Black live means a couple different things. Um, There's going to be some in-person recordings that we're going to do, but we also want to do things like uh, paint nights uh, Mm. or um, like renting out movie theaters, which we've talked about to watch things together, Mm -hmm. really leaning into that aspect of building community for folks of color who love to exist in these spaces and do nerd stuff. Um, So yeah, those are, those are just some, of the things that we're trying to grow into. Yeah. Uh, let us know if any of that sounds cool to y'all. Or if you want to be a part of it. Um, but yeah. That's. I think that's it. For season two of Play Black. And for the yeah. first ever PBA Awards.
1: The PBA Awards. Were and this huge double huge live. Hit. And this double live. And going live on Instagram. And all this beautiful stuff. Y'all. We can't do this without you. Thank you so much. For all of your love. And your joy. Because yeah. without it we can't really exist. Um, and. Uh, what, 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 What we got in the show here
0: they want to do laser tag and daisy once again shaded me and
1: they said am i ready to read a group Uh, roller skate Mm -hmm. i I, I love me some some little king let's let's do that yeah yeah yeah. um and 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 if you are are, if you are into roller skating check out the amanda Shea episode of the podcast hour because we get into it nice so there it is nice um escape rooms we love Mm. a good escape room Mm. yes 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 um all of this wonderful stuff y'all so great i'm i'm I'm, I'm so excited I guess. And, and with that, mm. we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Play Black. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, and leave a review, so especially on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Play Black Podcasts. DM us there to pitch things you'd like to hear us talk about, question about how much you love the show, or find pictures of Jay to put on your 2023 vision board. <laughs> what? Yeah, y'all that, crazy. Y'all it's so crazy. Y'all it's so, so crazy. Weird. Y'all, we'll see you back here next year. Peace make sure to check out the actual Uh, podcast of this because there are things that you're not going to get on this. That we're about to record right now. So, yeah. Okay.
0: Thanks so much, guys.